originally we had Casey scheduled, but he had to play the dad card because three something about some some silly excuse about three hours of sleep and taking a son to a little league game and just I mean just nonsense. I, I don't know. Not buying it. Not buying it. Not buying it. I just gotta find a new place to sit because I'm sitting on the ground. Look at that table, perfectly heighted, but my feet are falling asleep and it's it's getting very very uncomfortable so i'm gonna meet my mic real quick i'll be back in one second can you imagine him walking around with your feet fall after they had fell fell asleep i like to think of him as waddle that hurts i'm still on the mic guys oh (laughs) oh oh, oh, sorry the waddling part is too close to the truth that hurts (laughs) it hurts it's like you got sandbags in your legs and needles that's the kind of physical sacrifice that is that that phil goes through to do this now we can talk bad about it see i don't think he's on anymore <laughs> he's talking bad about us himself phil muted his microphone god only knows what he's doing he probably had to go to the bathroom okay how's that oh that oh hey phil <laughs> hey i had my headphones in the whole time guys yeah we know that that's that's why we're yeah, pretending I what you did okay <laughs> you know what we did Okay. Are, are you comfortable now, Phil? I would hate for you to be uncomfortable. Um, I'm more comfortable. Uh, here's the problem. Being six foot three, it's hard to be comfortable anywhere except sitting at a properly heighted table. That table's downstairs in the prime quiet zone. So I'm upstairs in our... We're trying to sell this house. So this is a guest bedroom. We, we stage it as a guest bedroom. And the bed is like a, like a modified twin. <laughs> so there's really no place for me to go up here. So I, I tried crouching down and that just sort of hurt really bad. Why don't you just go down to the bat cave? Because my bat cave is a terrifying basement full of spiders and possibly asbestos. Hmm. Sounds like the perfect bat cave. I mean, who yeah. would think of going down there? Okay. That, that's true. You know what? That's true. And if there's one thing about Batman I do not care for. It's his choice of hangouts. Well, he's a bat, Phil. I, I understand the premise. I just don't care for it. I am not a bat. Clearly, Jeremy, Phil is trying to take, try to uh, throw us off, <laughs> off the, uh, off, off the path. Okay, here we go. We're starting. Welcome to another exciting, new and improved, retooled, flashy, brand new i podcast. I'm impressed, and I'm I'm a part of it. So I don't know. So notice how I threw the i in there. I did. I like that. Yeah, that happened. I should have said digital. The new i church mag digital podcast in HD. Yeah, like like all the things from Radio Shack says digital or HD on it, right? No, it was it's HD. If it's actually HD, but if it's not HD, they call it high quality. Right, right. HQ. And so an, an undiscerning person thinks, oh, hey, it's HD. No, it's standard def. It's just. I remember many years ago being in a Radio Shack and seeing and nothing against Radio Shack I think they're great but some of their products not so great and they had a pair of headphones that said headphones mind you analog headphones that said on the side of them digital <laughs> not sure exactly which part was digital for nine ninety nine. you can plug them into a digital source and it'll just, it'll just sound analog, analog. Yeah. I don't know yeah. yeah I digress Eric Dye here with the usual suspects Phil Schneider. Good morning, or afternoon, as the case may be. Or night, I suppose. Not no, that's creepy. You can't listen to me at night. I'm. I'm that's just weird. Oh. I don't want to log you to sleep. 
That's just bizarre. What about Jeremy? Jeremy Smith, are you here? Yeah, Phil, do you know that they can listen to this at any time, day or night? Yes, they can. But I refuse to, I refuse to be someone's you know, bedtime soundtrack. That's just creepy. We haven't reached live streaming status because our podcasts require far too many edits. Far too many edits. Far too many edits. 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 Far too many edits. <laughs> and we won't be interacting with the audience. We can't take questions, Phil, just so you know. Moreover, how would we extract... The blooper reel. You know, I think the blooper reel should just we should just let it lay where where it falls, and then folks can ex- extract it in their own heads. No, because then there would be too many offensive parts left. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. Okay, well, this episode of the podcast, we are going to be talking about. You guys don't know because I'm I didn't tell you ahead of time. This is totally off the cuff. This is the off the cuff podcast, which should not be confused with the John A. Cuff podcast from series one (laughs) guys that sounds like someone who's addicted to his writing man i am totally off the cuff now i am clean (laughs) (laughs) i don't follow him anymore it's all all of the excitement and none of the joy exactly exactly (laughs) all right guys so you know one thing that we do on church mag is we actually have a little bit of fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, didn't yes. that. I thought that was rhetorical. <laughs> yes, boss. Yes, it should. It should have been rhetorical. It might have should have been a rhetorical question, but um, I couldn't think of what to say next. So I was hoping you guys would jump in. So we'll go ahead and just tighten that up, and we'll be good. <laughs> and so, but I've actually we've actually had some pushback, and not by seventy eight push productions, <clears throat> Jeremy, Hey-o. but actual actual commenters have you know made comments about uh, comic book posts and humor posts and Star Wars posts and stuff like that. And, you know, there's one thing about creativity and this kind of work is that there's that that it's healthy and it's good to stop and have fun every once in a while. That's a healthy thing, don't you think? Uh, totally. I don't believe in fun. Well, Jeremy, you know, just because we've we've deemed you 78 pushback productions doesn't mean that you have to push back on everything. That That's just contrary. Or act like you're 78. <laughs> I mean, get off my lawn. It's true. I aspire to be that kind of a person now before I get there. So what do you, what do you guys think? What, what kind of creative, uh, what, what kind of things do you think that church cat, church tech guys could do to start having a little bit more fun? Because, you know, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, referring to Off the Cuff with John A. Cuff, one thing that he pointed out in that interview was that the internet is fun that Twitter is fun. And a lot of times we take this stuff way too seriously. And I think if anyone is guilty of taking things a little bit too uh, too seriously, it's probably the guys in the sound booth, the guys running the projectors. Yeah. Agree, disagree? Oh, I totally agree. I think that uh, church tech guys, um, because if church tech guys watch a church on TV, um, some church of... 20,000, they see how slick it is, how professional it is, and they're like, man, we can do that. We can do that. And and anything short of that to them is a failure. And so there's this, this intensity and this desire to achieve what doesn't need to be achieved. And I think it, it robs the joy from the service. Yeah, and there's a couple things, and I wish I had a link for this, that I, I read a, quite a while ago that w- when people are doing creative work the best time to do creative work is when you're tired because your mind is relaxed and you have a little bit less control and you're willing to explore ideas that you would have had inhibition towards okay and so even on church mag you know we we, we have fun we 
we like to talk about Legos and Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and comic book heroes and just have a good time along with the serious church tech stuff. But I think oftentimes that that awesome geek fun that we like to have amongst, you know, with one another oftentimes gets lost in the work that we do. You know, maybe it's a a play hard, work hard kind of mentality, but you know, it's really important that we, that we transfer over that fun and that, that relaxed mindset into our work. Because, you know, when you're in the heat of the moment and you're under pressure, you know, you need to be able to have that that edge taken off. You're not only going to perform better and be more creative, but you're less likely to, you know, bite somebody's head off. Now, do we approach this like it's an intervention and say, you guys need to have fun? Or do we treat this like an advice column where we say, here are some ideas of you can have fun? Or do we treat this like John A. Cuff and be like, people are so serious. Here's 10 lists of how to have fun and you can do these too. I think we do it like the Marines would do it. And, uh, Break into their home at midnight, strap them to a chair, and torture them into having fun. You know, tickle them. You know, do funny faces, show them cat gifts, whatever. <laughs> well, depending on what kind of church tech guy you are, you would just say this is the only way that you can have fun, and everybody has to do it exactly like this. True, and all you Android users forget you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's not really about lists and and maybe even intention being intentional about it yeah. as much as it is an, an attitude yeah. 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 that you bring to the team. Well, and you say fun, and in many ways, that's totally different from relaxing for me. Because for me, relaxing is not what anybody would deem fun. But in some ways, they accomplish exactly the same thing. But in other ways, it's a completely different mindset for me. So you say fun, and I hear a little bit of work and a whole lot of payoff, whereas I hear relax, and I hear no work and the same amount of payoff. Right, and I don't mean, and I'm not advocating horseplay. Can you say horseplay? I don't know. You can say horseplay. Did I just? You're gonna, well, you're, I didn't know. Well, you're I mean, not going to offend horses. There's no equestrian. No, right? no. Equestrian. <laughs> no, I'm talking about, did that sound here? old? Is saying horseplay like saying get off my lawn? I don't know. For a moment there, it kind of felt like it. I kind of felt like my grandfather <laughs> when say, I said horseplay. You say pulling shenanigans or something like that. Or <laughs> pulling shenanigans. Or running amok or whatever. <laughs> what was I even saying? Oh, I don't mean like goofing off and acting like an idiot. I'm not for that. Or, you know, not paying attention, screwing up. I'm definitely not advocating that. And I'm, nor am I advocating that you be lazy and not do things with excellence. I'm just saying, like, cool out a little bit. If something if something doesn't go right, or something, uh, or if there's a mistake, or things aren't perfect, nobody's going to die. Well, how, how about stop pretending that uh, the alter response depends upon you having the perfect mix? You know, it, it's God's church. You do your best, and then He'll take care of the rest. Yeah, I think people just need to have joy in their work. You know, do everything for the glory of God and do it joyfully. And if you can't do it joyfully, you need to take a break. Like, I used to run sound every service we had. Every service there was, I was running sound. And it stopped being a joy. And that's when I stopped doing it. Because I had a bad attitude. I couldn't do it as worship. You can't can't do worship with a, an, an unjoyful spirit and, and running sound is just as worshipful as playing an instrument in the band. And if you can't do those kind of things, if you can't run the church website and see the joy and, and putting content out there for people to see and to, and to, to find Christ, you, you need to stop, take a break. You, you've lost perspective. Yeah. I think we need to quit parsing the two, you know, 
you know, I, I know church tech guys know how to have fun. I know how they, 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 they like cool and awesome things, and we need to quit parsing those things quite so much. Excellence is consistent quality. It's not being amazing. It's not a, a mind-blowing mix. It's not an incredible camera angle or the perfect font on the slide. Excellence is doing the job that needs to be done day in, day out. And excellence isn't lost over a single mistake. And I've also learned that excellence has a lot to do with how you recover and deal with mistakes. Being able to not only own them totally instantly, but in how you recover from them. It's huge. It makes all the difference. For me, one of the biggest things about fun, as we're talking about it, is not necessarily the chemical reaction that happens in your brain that makes you feel a little bit more happy. It's if you're doing it with people, that that creates a community that actually grows as you're talking about the excellence of the final product that you yourself might be a little bit better and someone else might be a little bit better for what they do. But the overall result of it is going to be much more superior because everybody's playing on the same page. They're probably playing a little bit nicer. They're enjoying what they do. And it it probably makes for a whole work environment that's just that much much more superior than what it was before. So the the reason I had to ask that question on how we define fun is um, church tech people probably have fun a little bit differently than worship people or senior pastors or... Um, the people that run the daycare, stuff like that. And so for me, fun looks like just being able to socialize with people, hanging out, something simple. Um, Or it can look like, let's take apart this computer. Let's have three hours of straight coding with six other people. For me, that's what fun is. But for the betterment of the ministry, for the betterment of the actual church, the, the idea of fun could simply be, Let's have a three-hour training seminar where I want to pay for all of you guys to have a great marriage retreat that everybody can go to. Or let's just take you out of the scenario of ministry and just have a brainstorming session where all I do is say yes. Yes, let's do that. Yes, let's do this. And so for me, fun could look a little bit different for the, the purpose of ministry but at the same time could accomplish what we want to do. Yeah, I think we've hit on some some really important points. Defining fun, Phil said it earlier, joy, and then you just bent, you hit on something very, very important just a, just a second ago, Jeremy, and you talked about being able to work together well as a team and understanding each other's roles. I remember the success, one of the huge successes in having a good running show and production is... I had an assistant and I trained him to do my job. So if I was sick or vacation or I died or something like that, somebody could fill in the shoes and no one would know any different, right? And so he learned my job so he could do it on his own. And then I would do what his job was, okay? And I would have us do that fairly regularly so that he would be up to speed. And then also if I was doing his job, I could also have a better sense of how it was going for him and if anything needed to be changed or see each other's blind spots. And what that did is it made it so that when there was during the middle of a live production, a lot of times we didn't even have to talk to each other and we knew exactly what the other person was going to do. And it was just like, like a football team or, you know, a sports team where you just had an, 
uh, unspoken sense of what your other team member was going to do or what you needed to do for them without without saying just like this amazing well-oiled machine and when there was pressure or there was something that was unpredictable that would occur and we would handle it without speaking i mean a show would get over and it w- it must it felt like what it must feel like to be like a professional ball player and, and win a championship game where you come out of there and you're like, we just won this production. Like we nailed it. Something weird came up. We were able to handle it and we totally came out on top. And and it, and it happens because we knew... Uh, we knew what the other person was doing. We had that 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 cohesion as a team, like you like you were talking about, Jeremy. I think you hit on something there that that Jeremy kind of brought up too. Jeremy mentioned the idea of you know sending your church tech people on a marriage thing or doing this and doing that and investing in them, you know, stewarding your volunteers. And I think you kind of hit on it there too by doing your assistant's job. You were one showing him value, like, look, this is not beneath me. You're you're doing important work, so important that even I could even I'll do your job. It's it has to be done. I'm I'm showing you value. I'm getting right there in the trenches with you, and I am doing work that I assign you. I'm not making you do anything that I wouldn't do, too. And that right there can really free up some people from stress and, and potential bitterness where leadership values people and, and gives value to the work they do. I feel like that this needs to, if we can create the title right now, we should go for a Buzzsprout feed title where we can just say, this is the most amazing steps that you can make for your ministry that will revolutionize everything you have. Just wait and listen. And then could the, could the, the, the featured image uh, on this podcast episode be a picture of like a Benny Hinn style evangelist with stacks of money all around him? Why would we do that, Phil? Because BuzzFeed's pictures look nothing like the article would indicate. Clearly, this is a winning solution and combination. And this is what an awesome team looks like when it's working well. You're welcome. All right, well, uh, not too bad for our first off-the-cuff, not John A. Cuff podcast. Can we call it that? Off-the-cuff, not John A. Cuff? Clearly. I think that that's what we need to title these when we do them. Do we have any good A. Cuff bites that we can throw in there that are just like, what? Or something like that? No, I, I don't think so. I think it would probably offend him if we did that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. That's, that might be going too far. There is no going too far with the podcast. Well, there is with go- there is something going too far with Acuff because last I heard he has lawyers. What's your context for saying that though? Like, this kind of came out Phil, weird. Yeah, well, it came out weird because I was completely and totally making it up. Okay, oh. okay, good. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I did. <laughs> like he's just sort of like you know he's he's like the dark lord of the internet now. He's taking things over. He's suing for stuff. <laughs> The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com.